Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. Smart people, high net worth people know it's always better to not share it from some kind of, oh, it's the, it's the nice thing to do. No, you bring in as much other people money as possible so you can not only do that one deal because or but do multiple and keep doing this again and again. This is a story about a dude named Lane. Then one day he went to try to rent them out and then he became one Why do real estate syndicates sell and manage cash flow and profits? Wouldn't it be better for them to keep all the profits? How do people make millions through real estate syndication? So this question comes up a lot, right? I think when I was doing turnkey rentals way back when, everybody, people would ask similar question. Why don't the turnkey providers just buy all these properties for themselves if it's such a great investment? The turnkey providers are in a business of turning and burning and selling assets to folks with a little bit of markup so that they can make a profit for themselves to put food on their table, build a variable network that way. And no different. Syndications, they're great deals. Why isn't the syndicator just doing it themselves? Smart people, high net worth people know it's always better to not share it from some kind of, oh, it's the, it's the nice thing to do. No, you bring in as much other people money as possible so you can not only do that one deal, but do multiple and keep doing this again and again. The cool thing about syndications is you've created an infinite amount of money and you can go do an infinite amount of deals. You're just limited to your team's bandwidth or your own bandwidth. Whereas let's just take it from the more extreme example, right? One guy, he doesn't have any money. He wants to buy a house to live in or a rental property. If he didn't use the banks, then he would take them, I don't know, maybe like 20, 30 years to save up that whole price of the property. And we all know that's a completely wrong way of doing things. And you get a bank loan, you save up the down payment. That's the hardest part. But what syndication does, it aggressively increases that time horizon where the down payment and the cash reserves, working capital, all the money for the repairs is raised by an external source, which is passive investors. And once you've built up a track record and you've shown good results, it just keeps growing and growing and you can keep doing deal after deal after deal after deal. And it's a beautiful thing because the deal makers that pull this stuff together, their net worth keeps growing. They can continue signing on more and more debt themselves and taking it off the passive investors. And their expertise is more pulling other people together. Um, we're getting to a point where we're a lot of hiring a lot of chief offering officers, hundred thousand people that made more than I did at my day job. We're bringing in these guys to kind of take this company to the next level so that I can free myself up to do what I do, teach you guys this stuff, but more importantly, play business development and find other synergies with other um, partners and more institutional firms out there. Because apparently that's the magic, right? Behind simple passive cash flow and investing in deal making. It's not really managing the property manager. That's quite honestly a $100,000 a year type of job. That's a J-O-B. It's just like a property manager. You don't want to be a property or a property manager. I think a lot of people listening are sophisticated enough that you don't want to be the landlord. You want to be the investor. So for the same reasons why you don't manage your own properties is the same reasons that we want to start outsourcing asset management or property management on our side. It's just a smart business thing to do. Um, and people make millions doing this because you can just keep doing this again and again and again and again. What's crazy is like the bigger you get, the better deals you get. And then... When you do these bigger deals, you also have 
better vendors, right? I mentioned the difference between regular residential property managers and commercial property managers. But what I'm starting to notice now is we start to hire professional engineers for our design, plans, specs, construction management. I was in the construction management field and I was the project engineer. I was never the design engineer. I'm horrible at, at that type of stuff. That's like super smart people, right? But we're hiring these super smart people and these guys that are getting paid $60,000 to build plans and specs for us. And these things are ironclad. I mean, we're putting the right brain people in the right places to give to what we want as the business owners and the investors. And this is why the rich get richer and the poor get poor, because the bigger you get, the easier it get. This website offers very general information concerning real estate for investment purposes. Every investor situation is unique. Always seek the services of licensed third-party appraisers and inspectors to verify the value and condition of any property you intend to purchase. Use the services of professional title and escrow companies and licensed tax, investment, and or legal advisor before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed as in every investment there is risk. The content found here is just my opinion and things change and I reserve the right to change my mind. Above all else, do your own analysis and think for yourself, because in the end, you are the only person who is going to look out for your best interests. Lane is not a lawyer, CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer-form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator Podcast.